What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Kiss the Ring podcast brought to you by the good people at Trophy Smack. My name is Memphis. I will be your host on this commissioner voyage this season. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about the Fantasy Football Commissioner's 10 Commandments. So this is a new podcast streaming on the Player Profiler YouTube channel. Uh, I will be taking you through this. Again, my name is Memphis. Uh, my legal name is Randy Young, but you can just follow me on Twitter at DWZMemphis. And, and I will be your guide this offseason as we get toward redraft season. And as we know, redraft season is primarily, it gets hot, you know, right after Memorial Day. But we'll go into the month of June, July. We'll be here. We got about eight different shows lined up for you throughout the offseason. Then I'll be here once a month to talk commissioner life with you guys. Um, for those that don't know me, I've been streaming live on the Player Profiler YouTube channel on Sundays with my co-host Jerry Sinclair. We host the Dynasty Warzone, and I've been playing fantasy football for now 20 years, all different sorts, Dynasty, Redraft, you name it, I've played it, and we're going to share my uh, my expertise with you guys, try to help you guys through this uh, commissioner life that, that we all share. So again, it's going to be every other week starting now through the end of August, which will get us through redraft season. And then once we're in season, we'll be uh, more interactive with, with you guys. But we do want this to be an interactive show. Now, this show will be with me and a guest. Tonight, the maiden voyage, it's me. It's me flying solo. But I will have guests. I will have all kinds of good guests, commissioners, really good ones, and you'll know a lot of them. And they'll be on with me and we'll talk about all the type of things that you struggle with as fantasy football commissioners. So stick around for that. Um, also, this will be interactive. So if you want to, if you want to be part of the show, we're going to have segments called Ask Memphis and Bad Commissioner Stories. That's right. Bad Commissioner Stories. We've all got one. Uh, or if you have a question, maybe we're in October and, and you have a, a trade question or a, a big league kerfluffle and, and you want my help, I'll be more than happy to do it. I'll tell you how you get involved in the show with me as we get a little bit deeper into tonight's show. Uh, last thing, if you want a copy of all 10 of the commandments I'm going to give you tonight for uh, commissioners, for you to have good leagues, good drafts, feel free to write down everything that I'm getting ready to say. Or you could go to Player Profiler and you could get the world famous, in quotes, draft kit. Uh, I've written an article. Um, I haven't written an article in about five or six years. Uh, goes back to when I was with the Dynasty Football Factory. But I wrote an article. Uh, it is the Ten Commandments of commissionership, the 10 commandments that we as fantasy football commissioners all need to know as we roll into our leagues. But before I get into that, I just want to get a quick word from our buddy, Matt, the old pod father, talking about underdog fantasy. Let's take a moment to talk about underdog fantasy. Now, many of you have already signed up. Thousands have signed up from Player Profiler already over the years. Underdog has supported us since 2020. Much of what you see on Player Profiler is because of underdog, because of their support. Get the underdog app, plug in that promo code underworld i used to play underdog just for the best ball drafts i mean the best ball drafts are amazing these draft rooms fill so quickly and you can win life-changing money 
You want to take advantage of all the sleepers we talk about on this show? Well, what better place than in an underdog draft room to do that? And I recommend taking your underdog play to the next level by diving into their NFL pickums. It's important to correlate those NFL pickums. You can pick both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to exceed expectations. Correlate them, and you can 5X your payout. Bada bing, bada boom. Underdog Fantasy, the promo code is Underworld. For an instant deposit match up to $100, Underdog is the truest friend of the Underworld. Yeah, Matt put it best. Underdog is a tremendous partner of the Player Profiler YouTube channel and everything that we do. And this podcast in particular is sponsored by Trophy Smack. We're going to get into trophies later in the podcast, but very appreciative of the people from Trophy Smack supporting me, supporting this podcast, and the underworld in general. So first thing you need to know is that being a fantasy football commissioner is a pretty big responsibility. And you have great power and influence in, in your league. You're, you're the leader of the pack. It's it's up to you. You set the standard for everything that, that your league is about. And, and so my first commandment of being a fantasy football commissioner is thou shall be a person of integrity. You personally have to be above board in every single way. Every action, every statement, everything matters. It's almost like you're playing with a a five to 10% handicap. And I know that maybe doesn't feel fair or something that, that a lot of commissioners are willing to do. You just can't do it. You have to ask yourself, Hey, is, is this right? Is this right for the league? If I do this, am I setting a precedent? I want the rest of my league to follow. If the answer is no, then don't do it. We all have that little moral compass inside of us. that says, Hey, this is good. Or this is bad. And as a commissioner, you've really got to lean to the, to being the good because it's it's a tough job, but you signed up for it. You want your league to be great. Be a person of integrity. Number two, be a, this is not number two. This is still under be a person of integrity. Be a benevolent dictator. Now, benevolent, for those that don't know, maybe you're not familiar with the term benevolent dictator. Benevolent means kindly or well-meaning, and you should be kind, and you should be well-meaning for your league and the dynasty and fantasy gamers in your league. But dictator means ruler and ruler with total control. So you need to be a benevolent dictator. You need to be nice. You need to be well-meaning, but you need to be in control. You're in charge. You took this responsibility for a reason. The number one reasons that leagues fail, in my opinion, and I've been, like I said, I mentioned at the top of the show, I've been doing this for 20, 20 years as a dynasty and fantasy gamer, is bad commissioners, and more importantly, bad commissioner communication. You can't be over-communicative as a, as a manager in, in fantasy football. You, you've got to be, as a commissioner, out there talking to everybody, keeping everybody involved. And I, I've got a guest coming up in the, the, the season as we move forward that, with this that does a great job with this. So um, commandment number one is thou shall be a person of integrity. Commandment number two, thou shall pick your people wisely. Motivated members, engaged members, active members that stay active throughout the entire season, those are the people that you want. You know, you're not looking for two feet in a heartbeat. You're not looking for any Jimmy, Joe, Jane, Sally, or Sue to fill your fantasy league. You want good people. You know, we do, we do a segment on the Dynasty Warzone podcast that I do good people, bad tweets. You don't want bad GMs and bad league mates in your fantasy football league. 
You know, don't invite that jerk from the office just because you're doing an office fantasy league. Don't invite that jerk from high school, from your friend group, because it's just going to permeate into everything that happens in your league. Don't invite jerks. Don't be, don't be willing to put your league at risk just to fill it. Uh, number my, my, my next point under pick your people wisely is this is not a boys club. I tell you my oldest, most tenured fantasy football league. It's a redraft league that's been going on. I believe this is, will be year 19, maybe. And, and one of the sharpest owners, GMs in this league. She at one time was the wife of one of the founding members. And then, yes, you know, as football has grown in popularity, you know, she got into it. She's super smart. She's the head of pharmacology for a large children's hospital here in Indianapolis where we live incredibly smart and she got into it and i tell you more often than not she kicks our ass so so don't don't pigeonhole any one group of people everybody loves football this is the fastest growing sport in the world and don't isolate anybody and the last thing is is when you're when you when when you filled your league because you're going to be a good gm you're going to be you're going to be proactive you're going to have all of these people as the commissioner of your league when you go to get your league, have alternates, have two or three people on standby, you know, because it, word's going to get out because you're going to spread the word. You're going to do it on social media. You're going to do it on Discord, Slack channels. You're going to get, you know, your old high school Facebook group. I don't know how you're going to wrangle people up, but there are going to be so many people that you're going to have a cap, but invite those people to be available on draft day. Having alternates will 100% save your draft day. We'll get to that in a second. Number three, commandment number three, thou shall have a live draft when you can. Now, listen, nobody wants to go to a virtual strip club. You'll want to do the real thing. You want to go. You want to experience. There is no better reason once a year for you to get together with your old college friends, former coworkers, current coworkers, current frat brothers, sorority sisters, whatever it is. There's no better excuse to get together and have a party than a live fantasy football draft. And one of the best things that you can add, being quite honest with you, is the wall size draft board from our friends at Trophy Smack. You slap that up on the board. I'm not going to name names, but my old friend Jim, who, who used to run the league, he used to show up, God bless him, he would have two pieces of poster board, you know, like the white poster board you do projects on back in the day, a couple of color Sharpies, Good penmanship, but he would want to write out 12 teams, 16 picks. Why go to that hassle? For a couple of bucks, you can literally go to Trophy Smack. You can order a draft kit for your wall. You can stick it on the wall. You have the little name gimmicks. You you, you know, you got Justin Jefferson. You got Cam Akers. You got Darren Waller. You plug them on the board, and it makes it easy for everybody to follow along with the draft. So those draft kits, again, are available at our sponsor, Trophy Smack. Next thing, know your audience. This is this is not just a fantasy football commissioning guideline. This is a, a guideline for life, in, in my opinion. In, in my opinion, know your audience, whether it's work, family, kids, whatever. Know your audience, but know your league. If this is a young, single men and women, you know, not a lot of kids, not a lot of families, make it a rager. Just start the draft at like four o'clock and tell everybody not to show up too blitzed. It's cool. It's cool. You you, you want to have a party? 
great. Get the draft done. Get it out of the way before everybody gets absolutely wasted. Get the draft done. Get it done in a couple hours. You're done by 6 o'clock. You fire up the barbecue. You're having some beers. You can take the fun into the rest of the evening. And maybe you're like me. Maybe you're a little bit more of an older, more subdued crowd. We got kids. We got wives. We got husbands. We got jobs the next day. This is the the perfect time to have a barbecue. Sunday evening, about 4 or 5 o'clock, you get everybody over at someone's house. You, everybody brings some food. Some people bring some stuff for the grill. Someone brings some chips. Someone brings some soda. Someone brings maybe some beer. You get your draft done. You have a brat. You have a hamburger. You have a pop. And then work the next day is the perfect reason to get out of there. You got to pack the kids up. You got to get home. You got work the next day. Have a live draft. Make it a barbecue. Make it an event. And while you're doing that, Please do something like have a cornhole tournament, maybe a ring toss, shoot free throws, arm wrestle. I don't know. As long as no one gets hurt, do something that's fun, interactive with all your friends and make it an event. You know, we're going to do a cornhole tournament for draft order. Whoever wins the, the draft order gets to pick his or her draft spot, you know, second place, so on and so forth until you fill all the spots. Make it fun. Make it interactive. I mean, you can randomize when you when you can, when you have to. But if if everybody's got a long game, put it in the put it in the the tr- the, the chat group chat. Hey guys, uh, the 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 league draft is. By the way, a little side note: don't have your draft on Labor Day weekend. It is the last getaway weekend of the summer for like ninety nine point nine percent of us. Have it the weekend before. That is the best draft weekend of the year, in my humble opinion, that last weekend before Labor Day. Then you get to chill. You get to enjoy Labor Day. Maybe you go to the lake. Maybe you go to the beach. Maybe you just get away for a couple of days. Get to watch a little college football. That's usually a big college football weekend. Then you get to come back on Tuesday. You're fired up. You're ready to go for the NFL. Please, pretty please, unless you have no other recourse to get your live draft together, don't have your draft on Labor Day weekend. That because because no one's going to show up, or half the league's going to show up. But but that leads me right to commandment number four. That is, thou shalt embrace technology, gang. If anything good came out of the pandemic a few years ago, it was we taught everybody. Even my mom can use Zoom. Even my mom can use like Teams or or whatever. So for those those. Older leagues that maybe started in college and some of you live in your same college town and some of you have moved off. Set up a Zoom so that those that can't be there can can literally be there in spirit. Set up a commissioner's workstation. Set up a laptop. Set up a tablet. Set it up with a with a good USB camera. Now, I've got a USB camera I'm looking right at most of the time on this podcast Set one of those up. You can clip it on the top of your of your laptop or, or your monitor and make sure that camera has a good view of everyone in your league and your Trophy Smack draft board. That way these people can follow along. This next one, this next one is a, is a pro tip, and that's to have an admin or a helper who can sit there at your laptop and enter in the picks on Sleeper, the FFPC, whatever, whatever that is. You know, you you can literally, if you're doing the FFPC draft, you can have like the admin who has the commissioner power 
they can enter in the picks as you go. So you, as the commissioner, you're up at the Trophy Smack Draft Kit wall board. You're putting the little placards up there as everybody picks. And then you've got your, your admin, your friend, and, and they're literally – and, and preferably the admin would be like one of the alternates. They're just putting in the players for everybody. But you got the draft kit. You got the draft kit board on the wall to confirm later to make sure that nobody got the wrong picks. So, so have an admin, have an helper, and, and then treat yourself. If you embrace technology like I do, like you may look at me and say, this dude embraces technology. I, I love technology. I love tech. So, so go to player profiler and get the all-in package or get the draft kit or data analysis or the player rankings or something. It, it's a great way to give yourself a leg up because what are you going to be doing? You're going to be manning the draft kit. You're going to be running the draft kit, putting the little gimmicks up on the board, and you're going to need to create your own cheat sheet. But wait a minute, you don't. You go get the ultimate draft kit, the world-famous in quotes draft kit. You download your rankings. You have them right there at your disposal so you can move on with the draft. You can dominate your draft. You can have a fun draft. You can host a great draft, but you can still kick these people's ass because that's ultimately – because you're allowed to win as a commissioner, by the way. And there's no better way to set your, uh, yourself up to win than, than using tools like those over at Player Profiler. Number five, this is the most important one. The most important one, if you're not going to get the world-famous in quotes draft kit, you, this is the one that, that you need to know. This is the writer downer, guys. Thou shall get the money before the first pick. This is just like it sounds. Make the payment deadline one week before the draft. So if you're going to do, I think that last Saturday in, in August, I think it's the 26th. So if your draft is the 26th and you're going to have the barbecue, you're going to have the friends over, you're going to have the families over, then you need to have the money deadline that, that previous Friday, which, which would have been like the 18th. Hey guys, I need the money on the 18th. Why Friday? It's a damn good question. I'm glad you asked. Why a Friday? Because when do most people get paid? Most people get paid on Friday. Now, some people get paid every other Friday. You got a 50-50 shot of that being payday Friday, but you can, you know, you can get into the group chat, you can see who's paid because you're all, even the, the most awesome league mates, there's always gonna be, and I've been that guy that just straggles. It's not that they don't have the money, it's not that they won't pay the money, they just they, they don't see it as like important to the game. So stay on those people. And if someone's having like a, maybe they had a flat tire, maybe they have a, an expense come up unexpectedly, you can make arrangements with them. Just know that you're on the hook for that money. Other important thing is make it easy to pay because you're going to have a cash person in your league. You're going to have a, a Venmo person in your league. You're going to have a PayPal person in your league. You're going to have my old buddy, Brian, who lives in New York City. This guy is an, is an architect. He lives in New York City. He will mail me a check. That's okay. Th that's okay. I get Brian's money every single year in August before we draft. I'm going I'm to get a check from Brian. It's for 50 bucks. It's for our redraft league, and I'm going to put it in the bank because that, that's just how it rolls. Do not make it hard as the commissioner for people to give you, to give you cash. So if you don't have a Zelle, you don't have a PayPal, you don't have Venmo, you don't have Cash App, set those up. And then... The last thing is put that money in a safe place. It's not your money. It's the league's money. you got to be a good steward of the money. This goes back to commandment number one, thou shall be a person of integrity. The money matters. It's, it's, it's very important, and, and, and it says a lot about your league. So 
Once you get all the money, let's say you're playing for 50 bucks a, a player, you get all 600 bucks, you go put it in the bank and, and, and you put it in a spot where you're not going to mess with it. Don't put it in a coffee can in your kitchen or in your freezer or under your mattress or anything else. Put it in the bank because all you got to do is when the league's over, you go get the money so you can pay everybody out. Last thing about the money. Last thing. Never, ever, ever let the first pick go on the clock until you have every money or you have an agreement in place that you as the commissioner are comfortable with that you're going to have all the money so that everybody gets paid when it's time to get paid. Last thing about money is never refund the money of an asshole. Listen, you're going to set good, hard, fast, and fair rules about this league. And if someone's an asshole, throw them out. That's why you have alternates. You don't get paid, period, unless you win, to deal with these assholes. So if someone's being an asshole and they say, well, if I can't do it, I'm going to quit. Cool. Bye. Throw them out of the league immediately. Reach out to one of the alternates because the alternate, what are they getting? They're getting a team that's paid for. They'll run that team. If you tell me, hey, look, I got a team that's three and four and decent team and you can run it for free. And if you win, you can have the money. So let me get this straight. I'm getting a free shot to win money. And all I got to do is play fantasy football. Finding alternates should be a very easy thing to do. Now, if you're a dynasty gamer like I am, or if you like best ball, like a lot of you do, there's no better place to do it than the FFPC. Let's get one last word in from a friend, from the podfather, from the FFPC, and then we'll knock out these last five commandments. You know, people always ask me, hey, what is the, the World Series of Fantasy or the Super Bowl of Fantasy Football? And it's easy. It's the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. It's a $6 million prize pool. And they've had their never-too-early best ball leagues cranking since February. And so the FFPC is the answer to so many questions. Hey, hey, where's the best place to get a dynasty orphan? Well, you can adopt a dynasty orphan at the FFPC. That's why we partner with them. If you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, seasonal, best ball, dynasty, go to the FFPC. And don't forget, promo code UNDERWORLD to get you $25 off your first team. $25 off your first team, no matter what team it is, no matter what format it is, at the FFPC. Go do it. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about the FFPC. And if you've never worked with them on our Sunday show, the Dynasty War Zone, we're going to be doing this from, from soup to nuts. We're going to start, we're going to actually share my screen. We're going to show you how to sign up on the FFPC. We're going to show you how to use the promo code. And then this is the part that's bad for me is I've actually got to share a team with my co-host Jerry from the Dynasty War Zone. But it bees that way sometimes. See, Jerry's a productive struggler. I'm a winner now type guy. We'll figure it out. But make sure you, you hang out, man, and support the FFPC because they've never had a league fold. Super easy to use, and I'm going to prove it. All right, last five commandments. Let's knock them out, and uh, I'll get you guys on down the road. Number six, thou shall set the rules for scoring transactions well before the draft. So listen, all rules, scoring system, bylaws, a league constitution, all of that needs to be written and in the league app before you even invite the first GM. Make it very simple. Hey, here's what we're doing. And here's how we're playing. If they have any questions, answer them. So here's a little, little couple of nuggets I have for you. We do not, 
We do not play in week 18. We do not play championships in week 18. That is uh, that's bad business. That's a that's a rule that should automatically be in there no matter what. Uh, I like half point PPR scoring. I will settle for full point PPR scoring. I think half point is the king. I think it's the most balanced, especially if you're a super flexor like I am. But I will settle for full point PPR. You do the quote unquote standard scoring or non PPR. Look, that went out with the Clinton administration like 30 years ago. Get it out of here. Half point PPR is the king. You'll love it. Here's the thing. It's almost like a training at work. Encourage everyone to read the league rules before you start and ask questions because you can do it on draft day. Hey, gang, the, the rules have been posted for like a month. What questions can I answer for you tonight before we, we before we draft? What would you like to change? What would you like to push back on? Because let's get it let's get it over with now. Because once we hit the first pick, we're not changing. The rules are the rules. You can involve them in the major decisions and, and, and rule changes and modifications. But I will tell you, once you all have a group consensus, rules set up that you all can live by, we're going to live by them because them's the rules. We agreed on draft night. I'm not changing them. I'm not deviating them. And if you need a question asked, if you need a neutral third-party arbiter, I'm going to give you a chance to use me as that person as we get toward the end of the show. So that was number six. Thou shall set the rules and transactions and the league constitution before the first draft pick. Number seven, settling disputes. Thou shall settle all disputes fairly and evenly. As a commissioner, conflicts are going to arise, guys. They, they always do. But it's your job to mediate them impartially. Now, we put ourselves in situations. Sometimes our significant others in the league. Sometimes our kids could be in the league. But you got to make decisions based on the rules. There are plenty of resources out there, but the rules are the rules. And, and, and you should be able to anticipate potential issues before they get drafted. Someone's going to drop someone they shouldn't. And someone's going to you know, deviate or try to skirt the rules. The minute that, that you see that, don't wait for it to become a problem. Nip this, this, this nip it right then and there. Hey, I, I, I see you're doing this or you do doing that. Like I'm that guy. I'll be honest. I, I created this rule. I'm the reason for this rule in a league is that every year on draft night, because I'm so passionate about this industry and, and, and do so much content. Like you always, there's always that extra sleeper that you, you don't want to leave your draft without. And this goes back to my buddy, Jim and his, you know, big whiteboard of, you know, like poster board and writing everything down. I would never draft a kicker and I'd never draft a defense. And what that would do is that would buy me an extra week or whatever to get past team cuts or, or roster depth changes. And then, you know, literally before the, the first game, I would drop two players. I would pick up a kicker and a defense and I'd be ready to go. But, but that's one of those things. If you see someone doing that, you see someone doing what we call pulling a Memphis. You're like, Hey dude, listen, you, you got to stop right now. Tell me who you're getting rid of. And we got to fix that. So if you see it, say something and, and fix it right away before they escalate. And I mentioned this earlier, never keep assholes in your league. I, I, I'll keep the swearing to a minimum on, on this show as we have guests and everything keeps, keeps moving forward. But you don't have to settle for assholes in your league. I mean, if people are just causing trouble, they're causing trouble in the group chat, they're they're saying derogatory things to a, to a fellow GM. Get them out of there. Like instantly remove them. You need to be the admin, whatever your group chat is. 
whether it's WhatsApp, GroupMe, you're using the one on Sleep or Discord, I don't care. You have to be the admin. And the minute someone starts getting squirrely, you got to get them out of your league because if not, the entire league could, could collapse. And again, that's why we have alternates. Number eight, thou shall not infringe upon trades and transactions. Remember, you are to act as a neutral party when evaluating trades and free agency. So I ever, ensure transactions do not get disrupted and make sure they do not disrupt the competitive balance of the league. You know, you got to make sure the league has integrity. You have integrity, but the league has to have an integrity and only intervene, only get involved when there is clear collusion or a violation of the league rules. Because me personally, I'm a no veto commissioner. I don't believe in vetoes. I don't believe the league gets a veto. I think veto's a fat guy from New Jersey. I don't think veto has anything to do with what we do in, in, in fantasy football. Now, if if you must, if your league insists there must be a, a, a veto system, cool. Here's the only veto system that makes sense, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Here, here's the only one. This is a good, this is a writer downer. You don't vote. As the commissioner, you don't vote. Why? That's a good question. Why do you not vote? I'll tell you why you don't vote. Because if you're in a 10-person, 12-person, 14-person, 10-person, whatever it is, if you vote, you could have an even tie. But as the commissioner, you don't vote. And tell them you're not voting. It's not your place to vote. It's up to them to vote because then no matter what, you'll have a majority. So if you, if you have to have league votes on, on things like vetoes, they've got to have the they've got to hit the majority. So if you're in a 12-person league, 95% of my leagues are 12-person leagues, I wouldn't vote. The other 11 would vote. And if they get six one way or the other, that's the way that we go in all votes. That just keeps you out of it. You're merely here to enforce the decision, not impact the decision. So I'm a no veto guy. And then free agent acquisition budget. Maybe you know it as FAB for the newer GMs. FAB, you'll hear that term a lot on this podcast, other podcasts. FAB stands for, again, it's an acronym, F-A-A-B, FAB, free agent acquisition budget. So every team will get an even amount. Could be $100, could be 1000 could be whatever. But everybody to start the league year gets a, gets a number. And then you run waivers based on FAB. Now, waivers should run. I'm, I'm a Wednesday, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. So usually mine run at 4 a.m. Eastern time uh, on Wednesday morning. So usually when I wake up, I'm like a little kid on Christmas. I think we've all been there, right? You run, you open up your, your FFPC app or your, or your, you know, ESPN or sleeper app or whatever. Hey, did, did, did I get, oh, did, and then you're bummed when you didn't, or you get outbid by a dollar. But then, so the waivers run 4 a.m. Wednesday morning, Eastern. Then everybody who got dropped to pick up new players goes back into the waiver pool. Then waivers rerun again on Sunday morning. Again, I like between Saturday night and Sunday morning, 4 a.m. Eastern. You wake up, hey, did I score that 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 guy that I wanted for my team? And then it's first come, first serve going up to game time, up until the game's locked. So that's how I do it. But just make sure that everybody knows how the trades, transactions, and waiver wire stuff work. You can't over-communicate in this area. Number nine, thou shall know what we are playing for. Have a pray, have a payout structure and have trophies ready. Now, this is just like that. I mentioned earlier, most of my leagues, I would say of the 20, 25 leagues that I'm in, 
most of my leagues are twenty-five to fifty-dollar buy-in. Let's just do fifty dollars. So that means there would be six hundred dollars in funds to distribute across the the winners of the league. I like doing fifty bucks for third place. You get your money back. You broke even. You played all season. It didn't cost you anything. You had some fun. You broke even. I like to give 150 to second place, and I like to give 300 to first place. So three, uh, excuse me, 400 to first place. 400, 150, 50. If you win, it should be worth something. That's me. That's just that's how Memphis does it. That doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. That's how I do it. Now, how you do it is how you do it. But when you get that trophy smack draft kit on the wall. Next to that, you should have the payouts. Hey, we're going to do a hundred bucks for the highest score. Hey, we're going to do this. Hey, we're going to do that. You know, but it's all spelled out. So no one can say, oh, hey, you changed this. It should be on the trophy smack right next to the trophy smack draft kit on the wall. It should be in your league constitution and it should be so obvious anybody can find it. And, and the last thing, if this is more than one year old, what are you doing? Pony up for trophies. Go to Trophy Smack, get a trophy. Get a trophy. They have the ones with the, the convertible tops, and they got a bunch of stuff over at Trophy Smack. And, and, and have a loser's trophy. And more importantly, you got to have a punishment. Now, I don't want anybody getting hurt or harmed. You know, you've seen the fun ones where someone has to spend 24 hours in a, in a waffle house until they eat, like, you know, they, 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 they eat so many waffles. Um, they've got to dress up like a clown and, you know, wear a, sa a sandwich board and walk up and down the streets of, of your hometown. You know, they have to, you know, go into the, like the homecoming parade the following year on a float saying, I suck at fantasy football. All those things are so much fun. Again, I I've even, um, in, in our patron leagues, I have a, a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone, And it's ran by a great guy named Neil. Now, Neil is a Scotsman who lives in Australia, you figure it out. But in one of our leagues, one of our patron leagues, we have a relegation league, just like you would in uh, like uh, your, uh, the, 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 the European Premier League. I'm not a soccer guy. But Neil, being a Scotsman by way of Australia, he is a soccer guy. So in this patron league, you could be in a patron dynasty league. We have relegation. That's the punishment. If you finish last in the lowest place division, you get replaced. You could have been there two years. You could have had, now our patron leagues aren't super expensive, but you can be relegated. That's a punishment. Play for something. Have a toilet bowl. You can take 25 bucks and, and have a, a, 20, a, a toilet bowl trophy. And, and then you could let those guys, you could take 50 bucks and, and, and do a loser's bracket and let those ladies and gents play for their 50 bucks back. It keeps everybody involved. It keeps everybody involved in waivers. It keeps the league going. Those are the things that, that are going to make your, your league fun. But have trophies, have punishments, have prizes. And I'd love for you to go to Trophy Smack because they're the sponsor of this podcast. I would love for you to go there and I would love for you to get a trophy. But you guys can make one. Jerry's in a league where they have Jerry being my co-host of the Dynasty Warzone. Jerry and his league, they have like a cup. It's almost like a Stanley Cup. And Jerry literally has eaten cereal out of this thing. He's drank beer out of this thing. He, he, I don't even know what else Jerry has done with this thing, but those are the kind of trophies. Those are the kind of things you have to do because then the next year, you know, I know Trophy Smack has rings. Whatever it is, you can wear the ring. They can literally have to kiss your ring. 
You can wear your championship ring to the following year's draft. You can stick that middle finger out and you can say, hey, kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. I'm the champ. You're going to kiss the ring. That's why we called the podcast Kiss the Ring. So last commandment, I'll get you guys out of here. Thou shall keep it going. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not as much work as it seems. It's it's kind of like two months worth of work, maybe a month, depends on, on how hardcore you are about writing a constitution and, and making rules, but it's not as much work as it seems, and it will make the league so much better. And great leagues don't happen by accident. And you can make it great. It's up to you, but your league mates will appreciate you. And more importantly, this is why my league has my oldest redraft league has lasted 19 years. Literally, of the original 12 of us that started this league, we're down to five OGs, five of the original that started 19 years ago. But every year we have zero problem finding new GMs. We started with a father who then brought in one of his sons, who then brought in the other one of his sons. That's Brian. Brian's one of the sons. He's the one who sends the check. You know, a good league has a good word of mouth because your coworker is going to tell their coworker or your old high school friend is going to tell their coworker about your league and about how well it's ran and how much fun you guys have and your group chat's great and you're doing a great job of creating newsletters and updates and, and, and things like that because that's going to be one of the podcasts we're going to cover. We're going to, we're going to talk about the group chat and the role of the commissioner in the group chat. So for all of you existing GMs, you know, you are the reason why your league's lasted 20 years. And you should be very proud of that. Or two years. In, in this day and age, short attention spans, phones, TikTok, YouTube, I get it. So to be able to get the same people year over year, to get together, to have a barbecue, to, to draft a fantasy football team, not only say, says a lot about the power of the NFL and the game of football, but it says a lot about you. That's why you're here. That's why you're going to watch the Kiss the Ring. I'm going to be back in, in two weeks. I think that's June the 5th, if I remember correctly. And I will have a guest. Uh, I wanted to get this first edition. Hey, I wanted to lay these 10 commandments out for you. Um, I've, I've got some great guests lined up. One I can kind of already talk about. I don't know when I'm going to get him on the schedule. I'm going to have Ryan McDowell from the DLF. Um, he's also a, a key cog in the wheel that is the Scott Fishbowl and, and so many more. I mean, if you search at Ryan MC23 on Twitter, it's like, how are you not already following him? But Ryan is verbally committed to be on here. Um, some people you'll know from the industry. Some people you won't. I'm going to have my buddy Nate. Nate is uh, the commissioner of some of the GOAT district leagues. And, and, and dude, Nate. Used to do some content, but he runs an amazing league. And I, I've got some topics I want Nate to jump on with me. But this is what I need from you. This is the wrap-up part. I'm going to take it home. If you made it this part, th th this is for you. I want your questions. I want your questions. Me and So when, when you send me a question at DWZ Memphis, it's going to say, hey, I do this. What do you think about that? You know, if then, um, what would you do here? Um, you, you want my world famous, you know, you know, spaghetti and meatballs recipe, my queso dip. You want that? That's fine. These are all questions you can ask me, but here's how you're going to get your question considered. Cause I'm only going to do so many of these gang is you got to go to YouTube and you got to subscribe to player profilers, YouTube channel, the dynasty wars on YouTube channel. It's, it's really, that's it. Because on the left-hand side of your YouTube homepage, it shows all the podcasts that you're subscribed to. If I see the words Dynasty Warzone and Player Profiler 
in that screenshot, that tells me you're sub to both. And I'm going to add your, your question to the queue to be potentially answered. Same thing with your bad commission stories. Now, you can leave names in. I may have to redact or change names to protect the guilty. But if you just want to call someone out and say, hey, you know, last year I was in a league and so-and-so was terrible. So-and-so was shitty. So-and-so was not a good G, not a good commissioner. And you want to share that story? Cool. I'm 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 happy to happy to talk about it. So so there you go. This is the first voyage of the Kiss the Ring podcast. I appreciate all of you in the in the YouTube channel. I do apologize for not getting to the comments as much as I normally do, but without a guest to to buy me some time to to do the work behind the scenes, it's just me. But next time I'll have a guest. We'll be answering questions. We'll be talking about a very important topic in the commissioner world. But I thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate the support. Again, this show is brought to you by Trophy Smack. Head over there as you're getting your trophy needs. Now, eventually, we'll have a promo code. We'll get that worked into the show. This is the first voyage. This is the first one. And we'll have a promo code for you next time. We'll have a link actually in these show notes. You'll be able to just head over there. Luckily, it's it's May. It's not even Memorial Day yet. That's this weekend. Enjoy it. Come by back to the Dynasty War Zone on the YouTube channel this coming Sunday, and we'll talk some Dynasty ball. But until then, this has been the Kiss the Ring podcast. I am your host, Memphis. I'll be back here in two weeks with a guest, and we'll be talking some more commissioner stories. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate you. Bye.